Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Revelation Communication. This is our 41st episode or podcast, and want to thank you so much for taking the time to either watch or listen and your continued support of this ministry. Just a couple of reminders before I get going today. On Wednesdays, we have our midweek Bible study taking place at 7 p.m. right here at Revelation Church. I want to invite you to a great hour in God's Word. We are currently studying the book of Revelation and know it'll be an encouragement to you. We also have our Sunday morning worship service taking place right here at 10 a.m. It's a great time of fellowship a little bit of food, and some opportunity to really dive into the Word of God as we're currently going through a series called Traveling the Romans Road. I want to extend an invitation to you to come join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. and if you can't, on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. You can find any information to our podcasts, find links to all of our social media uploads at our website, head on over to www.revchurchcv.com and check us out. With that being said, the text that I have for you today is coming out of 2 Chronicles chapter 12, verse 14. It says, And he did evil because he prepared not his heart to seek the Lord. The word heart or hearts shows up in the Bible over 900 times. And most often it is associated with behavior. In Proverbs 4.23, Solomon said to keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. In our text, we see that it was said of King Rehoboam that he did evil because he prepared not his heart to seek the Lord. To give you a little context, by this point, the nation of Israel has been split in two. Rehoboam was the king of the tribes of Judah and Benjamin in Jerusalem, while Jeroboam ruled over the other 10 tribes of Israel. You can read in both the books of Kings and Chronicles how Rehoboam forsook the counsel of the fathers, uh, excuse me, of his father Solomon's older wise men in favor of counsel uh, from his younger friends that really divided the kingdom of Israel. You can you can also read how Rehoboam, like his father, was led astray by the pursuit of many women. The scriptures tell us they had 18 wives and 60 concubines. We also see in 2 Chronicles 11:17 that of the 17 years that Rehoboam was king, only three of those years did he walk in the ways of his grandfather David and of his father Solomon. And because of his choices and his behavior, the Lord was against him and his kingdom. But back to our text, again, Rehoboam did not prepare his heart to seek the Lord. I believe today that much of the evil that befalls us is a direct result of us not preparing our hearts to seek the Lord. In fact, it was the prophet Jeremiah that said in chapter 17, verse 9, that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. The very next verse in Jeremiah 17 goes on to say, I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his way and according to the fruit of his doings. I believe that this is not only applicable to the individual life, but also on a national and global scale. I say that because of what God did to the earth in the days of Noah. The scriptures say that the thoughts of man's hearts 
were only evil continually. Thus God brought great destruction upon the earth through a great flood. Noah and his family were spared from the destruction because he prepared his heart to seek God and thus was able to prepare an ark to save his family. We also see today a great destruction and evil taking place, not only on a national scale, but internationally as well. This world has no doubt forsaken God. It's forgotten its creator. No doubt God has seen the wickedness of man being great on the earth and that every imagination and thought of the heart is only evil continually and has thus sent forth wrath or rather removed in part his mercy and his grace. He's given us over to a depraved, unprincipled, and wicked mind, as Paul spoke about in Romans 1.28. In other words, God has said, if this is how you want it, if this is how you want to be, so be it, but there is going to be consequences. And we see those consequences all throughout the scriptures of those who, rather than preparing their hearts to seek the Lord, chose to pursue self-righteousness, self-glorification, self-pleasure, and selfishness. With so much self, no wonder there isn't any room for the Lord. But how can we prepare our hearts to seek the Lord? The first thing we need to do is to deny ourselves. Jesus said in Luke 9:23, "If any man shall come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me." During his earthly ministry, Jesus repeatedly let us know that he was about his father's business. It was never about him. It was never about his wants. It was never about his desires. It was never about his goals or his purposes. He always submitted to the will of the Father in heaven. We likewise must be willing to surrender ourselves to the will of the Father. Not my will, but thy will, as Jesus said. We have the assurance of Matthew 6.33 that when we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all our needs will be given to us. Secondly, we must pray. Prayer really is the lifeline between us and God. Prayer gives us the opportunity to talk to God, to converse with him, to share our worries, our doubts, our fears, our failures, to ask for provision, providence, and protection, to thank him for his goodness, his mercy, his grace, his faithfulness, his compassion, his love. It gives us the opportunity to, to seek him, asking for guidance, for direction, for purpose, for wisdom and understanding. And one thing I want to share about prayer is this. You don't have to be a great orator to pray. As a matter of fact, you don't even need to pray out loud. It doesn't need to be uh, done uh, uh, out loud in a congregation or in front of a room. You can pray anywhere anytime, any way. That's why Paul says to pray without ceasing. You can pray when you're lying in bed awake at night, when you're driving down the road, when you're working out, when you're on your knees quietly seeking him in your prayer closet. Just talk to God. And we have the assurance of 1 John 5, 14 and 15, which says, and this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. And third and finally, we must be in his word daily. 
In order to have a heart that is prepared to seek God, we must know what the scriptures say. In the scriptures, we will come to understand the will of God for our lives. In the scriptures, we will come to know the saving grace through Jesus Christ. In the scriptures, we will be given precepts and statutes that are meant to protect us and to keep us from evil. In the scriptures, we will find hope. In the scriptures, we will see the love of God from cover to cover as we come to understand that his word is filled with redemption, restoration, and reconciliation, but it must must first start at a place of repentance. We must acknowledge, as the scriptures say, that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We must acknowledge, as the scriptures say, that the wages of sin is death, but that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. We must acknowledge, as the scriptures say, that God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. As the Bereans did in Acts chapter 17, we must search the scriptures daily with all readiness of mind. We have the assurance of Jeremiah 29, 13, which says, And ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. Rehoboam didn't prepare his heart, and as a result, evil came upon him and his kingdom. Now, I'm not saying that those who pursue God, those who deny themselves, those who pray, and those who read his word will not experience tribulation. But the promises of God, to whom he calls his own, provide great comfort in the midst of suffering and anguish. I encourage you today, don't allow your heart to be unprepared for what's to come. We don't know what tomorrow will bring, but knowing that Jesus is the author of tomorrow, we can rest in knowing that it's in good hands. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know Jesus Christ today as your personal Lord and Savior and you want more information, or if I can pray for you in any way, would you head on over to our website, www.revchurchcv.com. Scroll all the way to the bottom. You'll see an information link there that you can fill out or you can just contact me uh, directly as my information is provided or just leave me a message. Thank you again for tuning in. I'm Solomon Stewart with Revelation Communication.